Welcome to another edition of Menace to Sobriety with me, Daniel O'Reilly, and my co-host over there, flick the camera across, Kirk Norcross. Hey. Hey, hey. Straight in, no messing Good around one. today. Uh, also, uh, our producer, uh, John, he's been with us since the beginning. Fun fact about John, he's a hand model. Get your hat, and this is <laughs> this is true. He's a hand model. You might not record uh, people. I don't know. I, I don't know if there's hand fans out there. Keeps me in latex gloves. This is important. This but is, but yeah. uh, to prove it, with, show him the website. Just show him the website quickly. He's a hand model. All right, I'll, I'll come. I'll find it. And okay, then I'll come back it to it. Come back to it. But I, when I found out that about John, I was like, wait, you got to have some shitty face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. To be hand model, they never I'm want joking. it. In. I'm joking. But yeah, John's been with us since the beginning of this podcast. So I want to bring him into the family a little bit more, guys. So John, let's get you a bit more involved today kirk how's your week been mate yes good good i hadn't had my son though because he went away with his nan so okay yeah it was a little bit hard but i just preoccupied myself the minute, yeah. minute my mind starts going we went golf we and did go golf by the look of it i don't think you was yourself dan what's what's going no, on no i did week? i had a real tough week didn't i i was <laughs> yeah i had a bad week man i had a real bad week um and i feel like i just snapped out of it isn't it weird that sometimes it just goes that way like and uh thank you very much by the way kirk you're always very in tune um and um yeah good couple of phone calls we had this week do you know what it was it was the fucking uh we get straight into it i suppose it was um it's the shit i get online man like sometimes sometimes it's or oh, you get it as well didn't you yeah man yeah and sometimes it's fine and it just turned a little bit dark it was a few situations in a row that 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 got to me and if I don't get my head around it, because I've got little techniques where like, I'll be like, right, you know, what I try and think is anyone that's lashing out at me online because of what we're talking about is doing it because they're struggling. Yes. Right. Yes. So, but as well, and I understand why you say that, Dan, but, and that feels like people should get a pass for being an idiot. Yeah. Right? Because I remember you told me someone's very nasty to you. Yeah. And I said, don't have it with it, mate. You know, yeah. Have it back with him. And you're like, no, because I don't want to push him over the edge, which well done to yeah. you saying that. But, I, I, you know, yeah. look, I, I'm, it's not right to, for people just because I know we put ourselves on social media platforms, yeah. but it doesn't mean we're allowed uh, to, for people to say, listen, I think you're a yeah, you're yeah. I think you're an idiot. I think you're, what you're doing in life is shit. But yeah. you are right what you said. They're, they're suffering. Yeah, right? yeah. But it's not fair, though. No, it ain't fair. And But sometimes if I don't have my head in the right space, it goes, I mean, I had a particularly really nasty they're probably going to watch this podcast because they're in it so you know you are particular um early in the morning particularly dark email the, the, you know about my father and everything like that and uh it's just sickening and um but you know i know the person's struggling so i didn't reply or, or air it or anything like that they're, they're going through their own struggles but it got into me you, you know like it got it. into my ego um unfortunately uh somebody that i was uh making videos with and i'm gonna have to step back from the direct contact with people a little bit just yeah. while my head settles yeah, because because i get into my inbox and i and i talk to people that are struggling and uh, unfortunately it is a dark cloud what we're talking about is quite dark stuff yes and um it, you know, sometimes I've just got to step back. But unfortunately, a lady, um, I'd done a video for her husband who was going sober. So I'd done a video. Hello, mate. You know, yeah. good luck with your sobriety and keep going and, you know, stay motivated and that. And then she emailed me and said that he died. He died by suicide. And um, it really hit me, man. And, you know, and my thoughts go out to her. She watches the podcast and, she, you know, her strength, what she must be going to going through. But that with something else, my head just went. And, and on top of that, my missus and kids were away the whole week. Mm -hmm. So it was just me. I'm the same as you. Idle hands. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, mate. It's, yeah, it's mad. And um, condolences yeah. to the. Uh, yeah, it's, it's horrible. And it's happening far too much. And, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's, 
you know what and this is why what we're doing um with suicide you know maybe if you can take a drug away from a situation you won't go down that path you're just yeah. adding so many variables yeah if you're suffering adding that drugs going to cloud your vision so much yeah that, that suicide becomes quite mm. easy fault yeah because because you're you're out you're not you're irrational you're mm. you're you're not thinking right so this is why we're doing this and, yeah you know and um and I, I i spoke to this woman as well i think this may have been part of it on the suicide thing i've got this lady i haven't told you about this actually mm. but i've got this lady coming on the podcast to talk to us nice. um, we're going to do a podcast for suicide prevention day Perfect. i was going to talk to you about but that's fine it's yeah, good, yeah. yeah but um but this lady um this lady <laughs> that episode is going to be a crier <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it is it is I, sometimes i forget that you've that you've got first-hand experience in this with your father and so i'm sorry to but so have many others yeah, you know, yeah, and, know and what i've got to try and use my experiences and my journey to help people yeah man, do you know yeah. what i mean that's, well that's 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 why that's that's yeah. your calling mate that's, now that's it, you yeah know? you know if i knew my dad was in that place yeah you know if there was any there was signs mm. but i didn't know the yeah. signs. now when i do look back at my dad I'm yeah like, Fuck! I could see that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and this and this and the, what this woman she uh, she's found out, and I might get the, the the thing wrong. I think it's called coethanol or something. But she basically she lost her son. His her son used to get really really bad come downs and hangovers, really yeah. bad. Where he where she even jokingly said, "Oh, you know, I got to stay in. I'm on suicide watch with my boy today because she knew he was out using yeah. that." And he and he was saying to his friends, "Mate, I can't, I can't because of the come downs and da da whatever." Yeah. And anyway, through her journey, what she's discovered is the mixture of alcohol and co cocaine in the system can cause something um that she described as um like a delirium right, right yeah, yeah. And, and i really experienced something so the first time i went counseling was because on my come downs i would fucking lose my mind sometimes like yeah. i mean i really would i'd like think the world was against me and i'd fucking i'd, I'd be like right i'm out of here and, yeah. and then i'd snap out of it suddenly and i'd be like what the fuck had just happened and and i was talking to her about it i had a zoom with her and she uh, i mean this might have been part of the reason why i had a little bit of a dip because we went into a lot of details about her and other people but yeah there's this common thing where lads are are that the, the, I don't know what the percentage is. We're going to talk about it, but a huge thing where it's actually a thing where you know lads that don't have never considered suicide or, or are not thinking about suicide haven't got fucking major problems in their life or anything yeah. like that. But the, su- the, the 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 cocaine and the alcohol cause a delirium that that, that, that makes a split second yeah. decision. I, I I had what's the word for it? Psychosis. Yeah think, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Psychosis. So man, I tripped hard like on coke and sleeping tablets like. To the point of, you'd probably want to kill yourself at some of the things that you were seeing. Yeah. Because, mate, I, I've, I've got a funny story what happened. Um, how can you make this funny, Kirk? Fuck. Well, no, what happened <laughs> with psychosis, how, oh, how real it was. So I remember I had a friend of mine. We I think we started getting on it on the Friday night. Sunday morning comes. We're still getting on it. Um, he then goes. I think he gets a cab. And as he's jumping in the cab, he said, right. He gives me a couple of sleeping tablets to call it now, mate. I've got no thing left anyway. So I took the sleeping tablets. He said, I'm, take them in front of me, mate, because I know that you'll go on a mad one. So this is Sunday morning when he left. Match of the day was just coming on, and we've been on it since Friday. So I've took these two t- uh, sleeping tablets. As I'm tidying up, match of the day's on, I'm tidying up all the tray. I found an eighth. Fuck! Right? How can you find an eighth? Well, we, I bought two eighths. I thought we, we you must have bought more. I don't know how there was not one there. I was like, Completely forgot I just took the sleeping tablet. So I started cracking on, on that oh ape, God. right? In my house, do you ever remember in my in the games room 
where the Elvis, there was an Elvis statue. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, also, yeah. I had the fortune telling machine with Elvis in it. I can't right? remember. I was fucked when I was around yours, but yeah. So I'm cleaning up, yeah? <laughs> now the paranoia's come in. This is how real it was. So by the way, just, just a heads up. If I was on drugs, I wouldn't even text my dad because I'd be like, no, he'll know. He'll know by my grandma that I'm out me nut. So I would not even text my dad when I was on coke. I used to live next door to my dad. And uh, these statues started talking to me, right? Yeah. Saying they were going to kill me. Right, bad. Well, really? So you, you really thought that? I didn't think that the statue had come alive. I thought when I went and let my friend out, people got, because one of them was like a seven foot tall and the other fortune telling machine was, was probably about the same size. I thought two people got inside them <laughs> and was waiting for me to go to sleep, right? So, but they would never talk when I'd look at them, right? <laughs> so I'd look away and they're like, we'll get you. I'm like, like, right, fuck. So now I've got my phone out. I put my phone on my sofa and I'd walk away. And I'd now watched the video back. So I'm now recording this. I have now opened up the fucking Zorg machine. And whoever did buy this, we sold it last year. It has a hand all burnt because I held a lighter. Do you know the... the oh, the my fucking you God. You know the film, Big? Yeah. Right? Yeah, the, the yeah, Zorg yeah, yeah. machine. I had an Elvis version of that. So he had two <laughs> hands. So I'll put a lighter under his hand. And say, <laughs> fucking, real. You'll move now. <laughs> you'll move now, right? So now I've took the Elvis glasses off him. I've put it in. I'll put the, uh, the Elvis sunglasses on myself. I was like, these are going to kill me. To the point now, I'm getting so scared. I'm just saying, listen, just do it now. Fucking do it. Because the anxiety is killing me My more God. than what you are going to do. Just go at me. Still having a little bump. I'm narrowing my pants. It's now three o'clock in the afternoon. I've been arguing oh with God. these two statues all day. I've gone and knocked on my dad's door in a pair of pants and Elvis sunglasses. I'll be start, <laughs> oh, started on the front, and I wouldn't even text my dad. This is how scared I was. I wouldn't even text my dad if I'm out and up, right? So I knocked on his door, got his Elvis glasses, pair of pants, sweating, being on it Friday night. It's now Sunday afternoon. Dad, listen, I'm on drugs, right? <laughs> but but this ain't why. Please come in my fucking games room and have a look at these things, right? <laughs> He's like, what's up? I said, Dad, they're going to fucking kill me coming now. He's walked in, right? One of the Elvis statues, the one with the guitars on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I said, Dad, watch my phone. Watch my phone, I promise you. Because even when I watched my phone back, I could hear them on the phone, right? And uh, he looked at him and said, Kirk, you're going to get locked up. Oh, my God. Right? He said, delete this now. My dad would never father me in a sense of cuddle me or stuff. He literally walked me into my living room. He laid me down on the sofa and just stroked my hair and said, listen, just calm down, mate. Calm down. I said, Dad, I'm not an idiot. I said, I know these haven't come to live. There's two fuckers inside them and they're going to fucking kill me. He said, Kirk, you've, what have you done? I said, I've just done coke, Dad. Oh, fuck, Dad. You know what? I said, I took sleeping tablets as well. I forgot because literally as I see oh, my mate my. out. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then. Fucking hell, once man. Once my dad must have got me asleep. Then his funny side had come in, right? So I must have slept until Sunday night, Monday morning. As I've woke up on my sofa, there's a fucking seven-foot Elvis statue in front of me. The fucker's gone and picked it up from the game, <laughs> put it in front of the sofa. I remember opening my eyes going, <laughs> like that. And my dad, he literally, I run my dad out and said, Dad, listen, really bad, rah, rah, rah. Um, I'm sorry, mate. He said, listen, the phone needs to that be deleted, that video, because you'll get sectioned, Kirk. I promise you, right? What I see you doing. So I'm, um, you know on Chopper, when he stabs the other geezer up that film, and he goes, oh, sorry, Keithy, and gives him a fag. Yeah. I slapped the Elvis man and said sorry and put a fag in his mouth after, right? And then my dad went to Dubai, probably a year later. 
I, in my dressing room, <laughs> I had a shelf with load of hats, like, you know, the snapback cap, yeah, yeah. all in a row. <laughs> I've gone in my room out me nut, right? Sorry, and the hats, the hats were moving like a caterpillar. <laughs> I've now got a fucking hammer and I'm hammering the fucking hats thinking there was a ghost, right? I FaceTime my dad in Dubai. Dad, straight away, the minute I've answered the phone, he said, you're on it, aren't you? Because my fucking face used to go all weird. I went, dad, there's, there's a ghost. There's a ghost in my house, right? He said, what? Stop, Kirk. What are you doing with a fucking hammer? <laughs> right? Sorry. Right, Dad, I said, I swear on my life, the fucking hats are moving, right? <laughs> and where I'm trying to hit a ghost that I can't see, I've put holes. <laughs> it was it was like so my dressing room was like a loft conversion. So the so the shelf is in the recess and I'm eating the fucking things, but eating the wall, because there's nothing now. So now one off sobered up the next day, I'd have to ring me dad up. <laughs> Where we'd built like a loft conversion, <laughs> I had cupboards in and the cupboards went into like the roof recess. So I had to quickly think, right, he's going to go mad. <laughs> I said, Dad, Dad, there wasn't a ghost. I said, I know there weren't a ghost. <laughs> I, left, I left one of the cupboards in and I said, the wind must have been blowing the hats. And I thought it was a ghost. But that's sarcosis. I actually, the last sarcosis I've There's had. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was just hearing things. But my dad had died at this point. All right, everyone, get down there. No, yeah, so, died. so when I relapsed when dad died, I locked myself in my bedroom for a few days. And there I can hear stuff. I can hear everyone talking. When I was bang on it for a couple of days, oh, psychosis are kicking and I'd hear everything. I could hear, my dad had died. Yeah. Right? I'm in my bedroom, locked in. I've got skylight windows. I can hear my brother talking to my dad. Oh, you told me this one yeah. before, yeah. And, and he's saying, um, fucking my brother's going, Cook, no one was there, by the way. Right, and my dad's dead, <laughs> but I could properly hear yeah. this to the point of I'm looking out the window, I could still hear him, but thinking, Where are they? My brother's going, Kirk's uncontrollable, we really need to sort him out. And my brother's like, And my dad, sorry, was going, Kirk, uh, Daniel, I've just fucking died, let him go get on it for a bit, yeah, mate. He's yeah. just lost his dad, yeah. And then I'm like, mm. But where I was aware of sarcosis, mm. you knew, you kind of knew, but then I'm like. But I can fucking yeah. hear it, man. Do you know what that was? That that's. Uh, do you know what? I'm sorry, by the way. <laughs> oh, that fucking killed me, man. We, uh, we've got to get that Elvis story animated. Yeah, yeah. that's got to be. Honestly, oh be my god, it was and, crazy. And I, I shouldn't laugh, man. Listen, I don't and know. that was really tough to stop laughing when you started talking about <laughs> your dad. I was <laughs> like, oh shit. But but Kirk, Kirk, you got to start doing stand up. Do you know what? I'm doing a show this Friday. <laughs> I'm doing a show at my club this Friday, warming up material. You should come and tell that story. <laughs> I'll give it a go. <laughs> Definitely a bit for sure. Is it uh, a bit, mate? It's a I've bit. I've got yeah. it written in my joke notes in case Ugh. I ever do stand up. But but, um, um, but I, sarcosis is yeah. Like, honestly, the things it can do to people. Um, yeah. uh, look, jokes aside, that yeah, sounds funny now. No, it's terrible. It and, so and look, traumatic. And this is why this podcast is so weird because you know we talk about such serious stuff, but it, it in such a candid way. But the, and but listen, I, I think like this woman, she thinks that she's made a discovery with the coethanol. I think it's called. Yeah. And like because that's a major thing, you know, lads that aren't aren't considering suicide on a come down, some a switch goes in their yeah. mind, a switch just goes. It could just be like a chemical reaction, a switch that like sets off like almost like a like a self destruct button in your mind. Yeah. What I think as well is what affects a lot of people feeling really shit on a come down, as well as the the feeling of a come down. Yeah. It's the realization, right? So, say you you have suicide ideations or, or or anything in that in that sense. If you've gone 
most addicts, when they do get on it, they cause rampage for that three days. Yeah. They fuck everyone else's life up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Friends, family, everyone's panicking and they're shouting them at the same time. So imagine being on a high for two, three days or even a night. Yeah. And then when you become sober, uh, sorry, when you start to come down, it's the realisation, what have I just done? Yeah, it's the guilt. The and guilt. The shame. Oh shame. my God. And mm. for some poor people... Mm. That have lived this Groundhog Day for so long, they just can't. They do think it. I've got to go. Yeah, because it's that realization. Yeah. But and actually, they probably think it's what people want. That's yeah. yeah. But you know what? Just owning a mistake. One yeah. is one of the biggest things you can do. Yeah. And two, you will learn. Yeah. What I said, you can't get saying right until you say I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. So you know what? You've got to take when you mm. feel that come down. Yeah. Take it. Use yeah. it and say this will be like this any time. Yeah. No matter who I do drugs with. Where I do drugs yeah. and how many drugs I do. That's the fucking outcome. Yeah. And it, as we say, Danny, if people can go get on it, I'm mm. never condoning to get on it. But if you can go have a pint and a mm. bit of thing and cause no ag to anyone's life or yourself. Okay, more, more power to you. Good on yeah. you. You know, I'm jealous of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but I've, I, I've, I think my, my, I only ever had, like I've, I've discussed it before, I only ever had one suicidal uh, episode. And, and my thought process through it was I was, I was there, I was using and... And everything, and I was sitting there, and I was like, I'm fucking sick to death of this. But you know, I'd broken up with my missus. My father had died. I was sat there, and and I was like, I just don't, you know, I don't. I, I can't do this. I can't. Yeah, yeah I can't. I can't be me. I can't sleep. I, I, I can't comprehend the come down. And I was sitting there, and I was like, you know, and I was crying. I always used to cry when I was on my own, getting on it. Yeah. And I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And then I was like. Am I thinking, and I was thinking, am I thinking about killing myself? Am I thinking, and then I was thinking yeah. about killing myself. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm having suicidal thoughts. And then I was like, okay, uh, right. and then luck, luckily I called the Samaritans. But mm. I can completely get where, or how it can go from there to there. But this is the big thing for me. This is the big thing. After speaking to that woman when she was talking about the coethanol, and I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong, and um, about like this thing happening, is how many lads out there, do, you know, like the Leah Betts moment in Essex when, you know, when she took, uh, when she died after yes. taking a pill, I can remember going, well, fuck me, I might not do pills then because, yeah, 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 you know what, that's, yeah. like it's like a light bulb yeah. moment. Was it, was it, with that, I know there was loads to that case. Was it, I'm not, was it, I, was I, it her brain flooded with water? I'm not sure maybe she yeah. drank too much, uh, let's not get into it because I'm not too sure. But yeah. but my point being is. I know what you mean. Yeah. You heard a bad story yeah, yeah, about yeah. an ex. And, and, it, and it stopped me wanting to so take if, it. If we can get. A proof, yeah, yeah, and like a light bulb moment, a light bulb moment, like that's really publicized. A light bulb moment out there, like if we can say to these lads out there, Look, listen, there's a big chance, even if you're not thinking about it now, you might commit well, suicide if your come down is too bad. That happened with MCAT. Oh, you don't know? talk to me about MCAT. So, so I was doing that, even though I knew it was plant food, right? I was doing it, but then a few people started keeling over, and I thought, I ain't doing that. Yeah, as much as we put posters on the wall, stop smoking, don't tell people to stop. Right. Just, but why aren't there posters in the tube to say fucking Rick, 19 years old, went out for a night's committed, Graham suicide. Co committed suicide or died? We're not yeah. telling people to stop, but we're just letting yeah. you know that this can happen to normal people. That's that's why I want to learn more about this coethanol thing. But yeah. All right. Um, John, did you find uh, pictures of your hand? Uh, yeah. Your website. Let's just lighten the mood, of, mate. What happened then? That was fucking mental. The beginning that, of this podcast. That, that was, was mad. That was uh, that was flying. Yeah, we got to get that animated. That's gonna be a big little. Yeah, yeah. Be a big. Let's big see. Like, so look. Let's look. Right, look. Let's get him up. Look at, this. look at this. Let's have all a look right. at this. What hand. do you have to hold? Oh, all kind of stuff. Some Penises. Like, some of that. Uh, Go closer so uh, we can get a zoom. Yeah, Put it in front of your face and it uh, fixed to it. Look at that. He's a real hand model, guys. Look, uh, that's, that's his hand. If, he, if someone's selling the car, you put your hand by the car door and people buy that shit. That's power, bro.
Oi, listen, could I borrow your hand for when I'm sending dick pics wrapping around yeah. me cock? Well, my hands are quite big, though. So you know, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> there we go. All sorts of things. Need to get a midget's hand around it. <laughs> John, how did you... Is, did you... Are, were you the one that noticed you had good hands or would you out one day and someone just said, a, stop? Literally stop just discovered right by a big Italian auteur. Yeah. Fuck off, that's uh, bollocks. What do you say? Can you just hold this a minute? <laughs> Some, someone I knew did it. I applied... Wow, it, keep, it keeps me. In, I wouldn't uh, be able to get that. Look at my my hands are fucked. Like, well, you got man's hands. You've thrown a punch before. Yeah, I've thrown many. I've punches. only thrown a, a big slap. Yeah, no, I'm, you ain't even thrown I, a slap. Come on, I got John. terrible hands. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to. Well, no, 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 they like tattoo hands. Do you know what? Your hands are great for the premise of this podcast. Yeah, but I got bit <laughs> by a dog at work, put in hospital for five days. That was horrible. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, and the geezer knocked me on the job at the same time. His dog bit me, and he knocked me a couple of grand on the job. Okay, and no. I was off for two weeks because I had. I had to be in hospital for five days and have me hand. Anyway. Kirk, you've had some life, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to look at Elvis again in the same way. Oh, um, mate, honestly. That's like a weird Tarantino bit. So like, that weird. Was, yeah. It was so weird. Like, very, weird. Very, very funny. But, uh, again, I need to remember them moments. Yeah, of Because course. I think I said about it before, when I was real, when, when I went sober the first time, I was being taken back to times Probably one occasion of a good time. Yeah, ro- romantic. You, you romanticised about, about a good time. Yeah. All the fucking ninety-five yeah. percent of the bad times were gone. It was like, oh, well, remember that one time you set up a th- business th- this, with your this... mate about fucking soles of shoes? Yeah, yeah. In a kitchen. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's. Uh, should we go? Should we get on? Yeah. What's on it? On, <laughs> on with the podcast. Come on, let's turn all these inanimate objects to life. Can I just say, I I, I, I love this. Yeah, it's cool. It's really it? good. This is really yeah. good. And okay. I get to see my son today, and I haven't seen him since last week. I'm so excited. Oh, man. So ah. It's amazing how the kids just bring us to Listen, life. Listen, I'm going to get him, and then I'll be with him for an hour, and I'm like, mate, can you just go in another room for just two minutes? <laughs> yeah. Just so I can tidy this living room up. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And then once I've... Tied it up. I'm like, come here. Yeah, cuddles, yeah, yeah, cuddles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, go on then, John. What are we talking about today? If we've got any fucking time left. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so today's topic, we're going to do... Uh, the topic, the surprise topic is making the change. So, uh, yeah, all the stuff that that encompasses. So let's start off with... So, so what's... Sorry, transition. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I've done. Oh. <laughs> That's a different podcast. So, uh, yeah, so feeling the need for a change. So what is it like to recognise that a change is needed? And mm. you guys, when did you realise that you need to change? So it's different, it's different from rock bottom. Well, well, rock bottom's your lowest. This is uh, yeah, I feel like what recognition. Would be, yeah, I feel what, what would be good. I feel we've done a lot on that. I think it's how to change. Yeah, what was the okay. first bullet point, John, John on oh, yeah. that? So uh, what it's like to recognise uh, that a change is needed and like signs you should look out for. Yeah, mm. I would say if you just look at your group of friends and family, when mm. they're not as responsive on texts or inviting you to more functions. Yeah. You know, say if you always go out as a group, but then you might be the last one to go, or, oh, we're just going out for a quiet meal today. Yeah, I feel that that's when you need to sort of reevaluate Mm. Why? Yeah, I think a big one. Yeah, I it's think it's hard to do this without getting the rock bottom. Yeah, page. we don't want to get into the rock bottom stuff again. But I think I think a big one is um, if you're exhibiting a behaviour that gives you a negative feeling mm. and you don't want to do it, but you continue doing it. Yeah. Um, then you're, that's a big sign. But look, the first let's let's get into this. I think this is a good good thing. For yeah, us the to first get steps. To. The first steps to change. So the first step, obviously, yours was a different route to me, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but let's, I mean, yeah, let's I know. Ne- well, well, yeah. I mean, I never fucking thought Elvis was coming. No, again, no, but. the way you you went sober. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so let's, yeah. <clears throat> well, so I think the, the fir first, firstly, uh, if you're watching this podcast anyway, you've probably already made that first step, yes. and that, and that's wondering if you've got a problem. And you said that quite well the other day. What did you say? Like, if you, if you're even, if you're even questioning, well, well look, people that yeah. people that don't have a drink and drug problem don't wonder if they've yeah. got a drink the or drug problem. The minute you think, like, when is enough enough? The minute you think that, or am I drinking too much, or am I doing too much coke? You probably it, are. You are, man. You wouldn't yeah. think that. You wouldn't have a pint a week or, or just to just lash on a Friday with the lads and think, oh, is this too much? Mm. No, but it's the minute your normal daily routine starts changing. So mm. the minute you might be either late for work or feeling shit in the morning yeah. or arguing with your partner for no reason, yeah. just silly things like not having as many showers or not taking the dogs out like you should or... If the it's affecting your life, yeah. Exactly that. Any routine, everyone's life is different. But if there is mm. any part of your life that is changed because of the session, yeah. that's it, man. It's yeah, changing yeah. your life. It's not doing what it was meant to. Back in the day, people would use it to just heighten a night. Yeah. They'd use a drug or a drink to heighten that night. But now it isn't. The shit that they put in that drug is affecting you all fucking week, man. You've got petrol. You've got fucking Rat everything poison. in there. Rat poisoning. In crack now, they're putting dog wormers in the middle of cracks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In the middle of in the middle of crack, people smoking dog wormers. Mm. Fucking killing people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I heard. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, I've, right. So this is a this is a big one for me, like because there's a few people around me that are kind of struggling in in this place at the moment, and it's where and this is a big one. It's where it's where like it's where it's where people go and look, like say for instance your partner or your mum or someone around you is going look. Listen, I, I think I think you're you're drinking a little bit too much, or, yeah. or or someone goes to you, and this is what I had. This is what I had. I had everyone around me. I'm a, my dad said it was saying it to me, fucking um, five or six or seven. When did I die? 2016. My dad was saying it to me then in 2016. When people around you are saying every time I see you, you got a drink in your hand, or you're out all the time, yeah. or your this is a big one. If your partner is saying to you, oh man, do you have to go out and and you're drinking a little bit too yeah. much, right? And your response is. Fucking hell, just let me enjoy myself. Yeah. I want to do it. And your response is a little bit snapbacky, and you actually can't make that conscious decision mm. to choose choose not you've, to. You've got to realise that your friends, your partner, and your family, they wouldn't tell you not to do something that was good for you. They yeah. wouldn't go tell you to have a day off work. Well, they can't. Right? They wouldn't say don't go to the gym, would yeah. they? Do you know what I mean? So if they're saying, can you not drink tonight? They're saying it for a reason. So rather than what I would have done and you done, yeah. fuck off. Yeah, fuck. I fucking worked all week. Yeah, yeah. Let me get on it. Think, why are they saying this to yeah. me? Let me think quickly. Now yeah. let me look at myself for the last seven days. So take yourself out of yourself quickly and have a look of what you've done for the last seven days. And then think, yeah, if you've oh, done drugs, if you've done drugs, say two times in the last seven days, and you've been drinking almost every day, I, I'd say that's a problem. I mean, yeah. even, even uh, you know, but I don't know. It's hard to put a number on it. But I got uh, yeah, go on. It's talking about how to get. So we, we, rock bottom was really how to give up. You know, yeah. to 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 know you to know it. you're enough. So the first step. So yeah. the f how I found CA, which cocaine anonymous, which was what yeah. helped me. Okay. So I went in, I'd never heard it. So I went into my doctors and I just cried and I just said, look, I, I can't stop doing it. There's nothing that can stop me doing it. Please help me, you know? And they give me um, a CA brochure and said, ring that number. They're a free organization. Um, so I got it. And then I showed my partner at the time and said, look, I'm going to try this place. So I rang this person and they spoke to me about CA. It's a, it's a free, yeah. uh, what do they call it? When the, 
they raise the money for their self like to, it's like a free organisation yeah. you know so it's a fellowship charity yeah so so what they said is you just turn up and I said this on my first podcast so you'll just turn up to a meeting if you just google CA where to find you will find out wherever they are in any country they're in America they're in Portugal they're in the UK they're on in the daytimes they're on the night times they're anywhere even Saturday mornings they're on do you know what I mean so anyway I found CA and I was just willing to do whatever yeah. Like, listen, I'm done, right? Yeah. Me trying ain't working no more. What could I do? So what they suggest in CA, which is very hard for some people, but they say 90 meetings in 90 days. Yeah. You know, a lot of people can do that because the reason they've gone to CA, they've got no job, they've lost everything. So they can pretty much. But so I went to the my first meeting and met so many like-minded people. And they always say to you, because I was like, fuck. You, I've just listened to your story. You were like our, our I am now. You were like that a year ago. And now look at you. You're amazing. What do, I, what do I do? And they say, if you want what we've got, you've got to do what we do. Mm. So I'm like, what do you do? So look, we've, don't be put off with CA because it's... Mm. The, <clears throat> I went, I'm going to tell you my journey, okay? But it's not everyone's journey has to be the same. So I got rid of all my friends. Well, I don't think I did. I think they got rid of me near the end because I was too much on drugs. Mm. So I didn't have no friends. So when I went to CA, I met yeah. guys that around my age, um, a mixture up and down of, of ages. And I just sort of, mm. right, that's it. You're my friends. What, yeah. what, what do you do? And they were like, we go kayaking, we go for meals out and all stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I was like, so I stuck with these people and I was starting to go to about three or four meetings a week in the evenings. And the meetings are, everyone sits around in a circle a pot goes round and you put a pound or five or whatever you've got, you put in the pot. That funds cocaine yeah. anonymous. <clears throat> and they have 12 steps and it is the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous because it is a proven fact that the 12 steps of AA, I think it's been going around since the 1820s, has worked. Okay, if you follow them steps, they've worked. I'm going to hold my hands up. I haven't followed through all of my 12 steps. Uh, so when you're in CA, you don't have to talk. So you'll have someone who holds that meeting, whose meeting it yeah, is, yeah. and they will bring in a guest yeah. each week. Yeah. And it'll be the guest would be to talk about mm. their journey from addiction yeah. to sobriety. And then halfway through the meeting, they're like, has anyone got any questions? You ain't got to ask that person anything. It's literally, oh, I've had a fucking bad day today. Yeah, and then, yeah. You and just then talk. You're just venting, man. You're just yeah. venting. And then, so what it was, I've met, I feel, I can't blame anyone for my relapse, but... All the, I was smashing sobriety. I was hanging around with people that I met sobri in sobriety, right? And I was winning. What I found, so a part of your 12 steps, they say you've got to find a higher power. John, can you get the 12 steps up, please? Is that all right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can get them up on here. It's slightly different. Yeah, get it on your phone and just read them. Yeah, all. yeah. so I'm going to, yeah, can you, sure. oh, wait, if I do it on mine, can you just get, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, if we go, can you just write in 12 steps for me? So, so what they say is you've got to find a higher power. And listen, this, you ain't got to be religious or anything, okay? But higher power can be anything. I'm Catholic. Higher power was, was God to me, okay? Yeah. It's because I am Catholic. I was born and raised Catholic. I used to go to church as a kid. But your higher power could be the universe. It could be anything. Yeah, yeah it could be a or lot. Just, of, or just thinking it's something more powerful yeah. than me. A yeah. lot of people will use a relative that passed away. Oh, okay, you know, really? So I never knew that. A lot of people that. can use that, but it could be a fucking door handle. It yeah. could. A higher power. Something that's not me. It was the God stuff that originally put me off the um, yeah, group. and that's why I want to say a lot of people have gone down the spiritual way because nothing on this earth could stop them. Yeah. You know? So I went down the religious route. Yeah, I yeah. just find find found my old um, religious um, 
religious path. So I started going to church again. Wow. And I started praying. I prayed every morning. I prayed like, hope, <coughs> hope God, God brings brings health to everyone. I hope you can keep me sober for another day. Uh, I started going to church. I'd done, uh, I re- I'd done my reconciliation again. Yeah. I'd done my, um, I can't even remember the word, so I can, so I can give mm. myself to God and yeah, receive yeah. the bread. And you know what? It, re- it was helping me. I'm not saying anyone do that, but it was helping me because anyone on this earth could not stop me from doing drugs. I couldn't do it on my own and I couldn't do it with my circle that was mm. around me. So I had a nice little group of people in CA that was helping me out. And then I got a real tight group with a group of lads. We were going out in the days. We became yeah, yeah. such a group of friends. And then I even had one of them working for me, a friend of mine, Matt, lovely guy. Um, and I remember one day we went what, kayaking uh, and we went and picked up one of my mates from his flat. And then they always been a bit weird with me after that. And you got to think, my whole life I'd fucked everything up. Yeah. Sobriety, I was winning. Yeah. I was so happy. The one thing that I needed to do, I was doing it. And then Matt said to me one day at work, he said, Kirk, have you relapsed? I said, mate, you know I'd relapse. I'm working seven days a week. You've been with me every day. I said, why do you think that? He said, one of the other lads, when you went and picked him up from kayaking, he had a shared flat and there was probably about 11 other, uh, I don't know, it was a townhouse. There was other people yeah, that lived yeah. there. He said, uh, oh, when you come and picked him up, the neighbour found a grammar, like a lottery ticket rolled up, like, um, like a, wrapped up like a ticket on the floor. And this was m- months ago, like, uh, like after he, uh, he asked me, I said, now why did they think it's me? Oh, because you were there that day. I said, there was a load of other people there that day, right? And these are my tight group, and right? It upset you. And it fucking upset me. One, they were helping me with sobriety. So if they thought I had slipped off the wagon, yeah. rather than talk amongst themselves and bring my anxiety back up, why didn't they say, Kirk? Out a bit of gear, is it yours? Yeah. It wasn't me. I was smashing sobriety. So I thought, mm. you know what? Fuck you. I can't learn to let you help me with sobriety. I've got to do this on my own. Mm. You know what I mean? So I carried on with my church. I carried on with my meditation in the morning. And I carried on. So there's a 12-step program, which I can't mm. get out. I need to just... Uh, but what happened? Sorry, you, 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 you're not, you, so what happened? You relapsed after I relapsed because I would be talking to them daily. And in CA, at the end, there is an anonymity. Anonym, yeah, yeah. Is that how you pronounce, say the word where you can't yeah. talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Anonymity, yeah. Anonymity, uh, yeah. That word that John just said. <laughs> and then it really upset me because we, no one's allowed to talk about anyone in things. And now my tight group... They had. They had. Someone had found drugs, yeah. and it took what we found out that morning. Builders had been in there, some yeah. scaffolders. You know what scaffolders, yeah, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Listen, I'm not one to drop drugs, so that ruined it. For me, <laughs> I'm not right? one to drop drugs. That ru- that ruined it yeah. for me, you know. So and mm. so, I fucked off, right? Because I thought then mm. I was better, and I yeah. relapsed hard because I didn't have my friends to talk to mm. that was going through the same pain as mine. So you felt you'd lost your support group. I lost my support group. So what I would suggest, I know I went down it a little bit, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I found the 12 steps quickly. So this is the 12 steps, okay? And this is what you will find out in CA. Yep. Or write this down and just try try to do it. So the 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives have become unmanageable. Yeah, yeah. There are many other steps, right? But see that number one. The, the, as long that's, as I know that number key. one. That's your key. That I just remind yeah. myself. That's look, the beginning of everyone's journey, isn't I it? Admitted admitting, admitting you're powerless. Yeah. 
I mean, my and, life become yeah, unmanageable. Just quickly, because the first time I went sober, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to go sober and that because my, my missus is kicking off mm -hmm. and fucking, I keep fucking things up because I'm drinking too much and I keep getting on it and everyone's pissed off with me. And do you know what? I don't want to be a dickhead, so I'm going to go sober. I still hadn't admitted yeah. I had a problem. So, yeah. I went, so I went sober and then relapsed yeah. when I got the bored. The minute you admit that you are powerless, yeah. that, that's the key step for me. And I'm yeah. glad that's number one. So we've got number two. Became to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. No. I use religion. You don't yeah, have yeah. to. They do say choose someone that's not living or someone yeah. that's not living, you know. Uh, three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him. God as you understand. So again, that could be a higher power. Doesn't yeah. have to be God. Yeah, you shouldn't that, use that, it. that goes back to something you said before, like where you, I can't remember exactly what you said, but you said something along the lines of, "Look, I've tried to help myself. I can't. Yeah, so I, I can't. have to pass it over to someone else to 100%. help me." And look, you know, I'm not ashamed to say I, I, I believe something up there can help me. I yeah. actually believe now that it's my father yeah. helping me because I've, I've, I've never felt so enjoyed or ease with sobriety since my father died. And you know what? No one can judge me for thinking that someone up there is helping yeah. me out. It's working at the yeah. end of the day, you know. Um, so, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Uh, number four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourself. So write down, fucking dig deep, all them bad things you've done. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to take some time, so I'm just going to read them without elaborating. Okay, on them, okay. So we got number five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being that the exact nature of our wrongs. So just admitting what you've done wrong. Uh, number six, we're entirely ready to have God or someone else remove all these defects of character. Number seven, humbly ask him to remove all your shortcomings. Number eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and become willing to make amends to them all. Mm. Nine, made direct amends to such, a, to such people wherever possible, except mm. when you do would injure others. Number 10, sorry, my reading's terrible. Number 10, continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly amend it. Number 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understand him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and power to carry that out. Mm. Number 12, having, having, a spirit, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we ask you to carry this message to alcoholics to practice these principles in all affairs. Yeah. So, look, Google the 12 steps. Yeah. Have a read of them. You don't have to follow the God thing, but yeah. just just, just look. It's true. Yeah. If you are struggling and can't get off drugs, there ain't nothing that can stop you. You've, you would have tried everything. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Kurt, sorry to interrupt. Mm. What that really made me think and resonate with me was you said that Cocaine Anonymous and AA it, it is everywhere. It's in every country. It's in every yeah. you know, ma major city. What does that tell you about you know these substances? It's just no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, you can have a problem with them. Mate, honestly, I, be I, I've been to CA yeah. meetings, right? Fall yeah. to the rafters and still people can't fit in some of them. Yeah, I, I'll right. be I'll be honest I'll be honest with you. I just like because we got we got two different takes on addiction and and I I got um I just want to go into this because I love what you were saying and, uh, and and the meetings were something that I put off for ages. Yes, my own ego put them off. I was yeah. like, I don't need them. I'm cra I'm cracking this myself. Yeah, and, and uh, over over the over the the months I've been sober. I don't know if I was like considering relapsing, but I had a real bad like emotional like. Yeah. What am I doing? I don't know. Like this doesn't feel right. Like I was the elephant in the room in my own life, and um, uh, someone quite 
quite well known uh, reached out to me after seeing one of my videos online and said mm. uh mate you're still being really deprimental to yourself like self-hating because i was like i was talking about this is what i was doing this is how i was and da -da -da, yeah. like in a past tense and he yeah. was very much like you're being very deprimental to to your to yourself yeah yeah you should go to meetings you need to go and go to meetings yeah and, and i was like I'm not sure that that's for me because I didn't feel, and I've had this a lot. I had I had a comment on uh, last week's YouTube that I actually deleted because the geezer just got fucking rude. But he said, you're not an addict. See that? Yeah. I it, wanted it, to bite, but I... It really pissed me off. He said, Kirk's an addict. Kirk's an addict, but you're not an addict. And the reason why I started this podcast... Uh, and that's what stopped me going to the meetings originally. The reason why I started this podcast, right, was because I never thought I was an addict. Mm. I never thought I had a problem. Mm. My, my, my side of this podcast potentially is for all the lads out there, all the women out there, that just get that just get off their nut and drink at the weekends, right? And they're trying to stop and they can't. Yeah. Right? Mate, that, but that is a problem. There's people in the meetings that were just getting on it Friday to Monday. Yeah. And they were addicts. Their life become unmanageable. Yeah, yeah. and, and that, You that, couldn't stop it. Yeah, and that was me. I, yeah. I still come to the weekend. I was still triggered. My trigger wasn't every day, but I was yeah. still triggered. And then I, once I started, once I picked it up, I couldn't put it down, right? And yeah, it, I'm with and, you, brother. Yeah, and it upset me. And that's why I love the dynamic of this, because you've got Kirk on this side of the table that was that, that is for there for people that are at that level of addiction. And you've got mm. me on this side of the table that that's like, you know, I, I, um, I, I once I started, I couldn't stop. It was destroying my life. Yeah. And... and and uh, I, I seeked help to, to, to change it. But when I went to the meetings, the first person I saw um, when I went there was was this geezer with a big, uh, uh, like, porous nose, you know, the, the, yeah. the alcoholic nose. Big, yeah, yeah, with the yeah. blemishes and, and stuff. And he was stood yeah. outside and he was, like, visibly, like, a um, obviously, you know, had, had abused alcohol. And the first thing, I, like, looked and then I turned, like, sort of wasn't going to go in. And, and the first thing he sort of said to me was, like, Mate, are you here for the meeting? I'm like, yeah. And he's yeah. like, what's wrong? You're looking at me and you you think you're not like me, so you don't deserve yeah. to be here. Oh. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And I was just honest. I was like, yeah. And he was like, he's like, what What do you mean? What you you don't you don't feel like you deserve to be here? That you you didn't have a big enough problem? And I was yeah. like, I guess so. And this was outside before I even yeah. went in. Yeah. And he said, um, do you have a desire to stay sober? And and was alcohol or drugs causing problems in your life? I said, yeah. He said, well, you're in the right place. That's it, man. And, and the that people was it. I love, because I spoke about uh, yeah. someone who become very good friends of mine, mm. that I was about to go to my first ever CA meeting and I get, I get social anxiety. He said, and there was a group of people having cigarettes outside and I, I couldn't go talk to people I didn't know. And I just about to walk away. He went, excuse me, mate, yeah. you're looking for CA? I thought, oh, it's got me. <laughs> Come here, man. And I said, yeah, it's my first time. And he just gave me a cuddle, man. And I was yeah. like, and then people like that, right? They're saviors. They would not judge no one. Yeah. He didn't, he assured mm. you, listen, brother, yeah, we're yeah. all the same. And and look, an addict is all the same. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It doesn't if you it doesn't matter if you're on the brown, the white. Oh, yeah, or a bag a day or just at the weekend. You know, if it's mm. if your life has become unmanageable because yeah. of that, and, right? And, yeah. You would stop it. If you yeah. can't stop something, you're an addict. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So that geezer, listen, that geezer that said you're not an addict, he didn't live in your house on the weekend and he didn't live in your fucking head all the time. So he can't talk. Yeah. You're here trying to save people's life, Dan. Yeah. And you've got people like that that can push you over the fucking edge. Yeah. I can't I mean, stand it. Yeah, I know it You won't. get half of them people in this room man they wouldn't say that do you know what i mean yeah. experience what we've gone through right mm. fucking sitting at the end of your fucking bed thinking should i be here or not yeah. do you know what i mean am i fucking torturing everyone's life and you've got a geezer on and think you're not an addict yeah do you think you'd be sitting here doing all this yeah you this, know what i mean this is, affecting my, this is affecting my work I'm, you know what i mean like, that's cost you more than you earn right, you mate, yeah I mean? this is costing me money this so you podcast. get people like that you know try living in in, in not just mine or dan said anyone that relies on alcohol either or every day or on the weekends and then you can judge yeah another addict 
can have an opinion on me because they know what we go through. Yeah, yeah. You know and, I mean? and look, ultimately, I know that that geezer's looking at me going, you, you, you don't have no right to be there because my life's worse. So I know it comes from a place of pain and I try and justify it all. But, you know, try and be kind to each other because I, I, like the truth is, last week I thought to myself, and, I ain't, and I'm sorry to everyone that relies on this podcast, but last week I thought to myself, fuck the podcast, yeah. fuck this sobriety stuff, fuck these. I put a mental health video up the other day that just simply said, if you're struggling with, um, if you're abusing alcohol and drugs yeah. and you're complaining about having mental health issues, you take should take it away yeah. first, yeah. yeah, and go and exercise and then see if you've got mental health yeah. issues. And the amount of abuse I got back from, and I just thought to myself, why am I doing this? Because I'm going for TV roles and film yeah. roles and I'm getting, I'm getting people saying, oh yeah, you know, a couple of people have mentioned you know, your stuff you're talking about, you know, drugs and alcohol and stuff. It doesn't benefit, and this cost me money. Yeah. And anyway, anyway, that was that's where I got to, and now I'm back Listen, in the zone. Listen, people have got to realise, right, that humanity... Yeah, we're going off the point, but is, yeah, It's on. on the fucking edge, yeah. right? Listen, I know everyone's entitled to an opinion, but you can have an opinion and think it in your head. Yeah. You haven't got to say, oh, listen, mate, you're a cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because it angers us, doesn't it? I can hum- tell, yeah. Humanity's on <laughs> the edge. Humanity's on the edge, and... You know what? If you ain't gonna be nice to someone, just just stay away. Yeah, we'll you haven't got to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't understand. It's so I've said things I don't mean before, and I've said things that I do mean that I shouldn't have said to the person. Yeah. If you really don't like that person so much, you want to give him stick, just unfollow him. Don't yeah, watch yeah. the video. We yeah. ain't making no one watch anything. All I want to do is try yeah. and point out. There is a life on the side of addiction on the other yeah, side, yeah. and it's a good fucking life. Come and join us. Again, as I say, if you want what we've got, do what we do. John's yeah. making love to his mic. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, like, yeah, you got some, like, shitty messages this week, but when I've been in the inbox and uh, the Menace to Sobriety inbox, like, it's all positive, and there's hundreds of people so thankful. Like, it's Thank you. Yeah, no, listen, yeah. I love like, it. I love yeah. the positive yeah. messages. But, like, you fuck, know. literally, as they say, fuck the haters. That's just, yeah. well, that guy, and that guy's just suffering. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. Right, why on. we're on a tandem quickly, I'm just going to read one note and then back into the thing. Is yeah, that okay, right? cool, cool. So this would have been... Um, this podcast is all over the place today, but I love it. Fuck it, man. This is this is what we're here for. We're just venting, and I think I needed to vent a little bit, guys, so thank you. Yeah. So someone sent me a message saying, Morning, can I ask, can you drink alcohol and do coke, or does it both come hand in hand with you? Because I can drink without it, but if I am with the wrong people, then I could get tempted in thinking, now maybe I can't drink either. We'll also have, I also have ADHD, so I binge with everything. I do drink food, yeah. exercise, but they, uh, but yeah. then can't maintain it. Uh, loving your podcast, by the way. Yeah. I always felt that alcohol was never my problem. As a, oh, sorry, this is my reply. So I said I always felt that alcohol was never my problem, as I didn't really drink much. Mm. Um, I would normally do coke without anything else, mostly. But first of all, I don't like what alcohol does to me. So I was basically saying. I could probably drink, yeah. right? But there's always that chance that, that drink clouds your vision. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There is a chance I could go out, go to the pub, yeah. have a little lunch and a couple of beers and get drunk. Yeah. But it's just, why am I going to add that factor? If I know that there is some kind of element, something yeah. there that will, I could you're drunk, so, oh, you're too drunk. I think you just need a corner. That's yeah. all. You yeah. won't even feel the coke because it's just going to bring you down off the booze. That's how it works. Listen, if you are sending anyone any messages like that, trying to evaluate the uh, the amount of drugs to drink, or can I do? Just just stop it for a while. Yeah. Take yourself back. Have a little reset. Yeah. And then 
see how you feel. Yeah, this that's that's a great that's a great one for me because that's exactly where I was at. I I I I don't think in the traditional sense of the word that I was an alcoholic that I couldn't control my drinking mm. um, from like day to day. You know, I go days without drinking, but when I did drink, I drank like an alcoholic. I yes. was like, you know, yeah. I, I once 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 I picked it up. I I wanted to fucking go full beam ahead. Yeah. But listen, the reason why I stopped drinking was because I wanted to stop using cocaine. It's yeah. as simple as yeah, that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, and what made you do coke? The, well, the, well yeah. I, I never, I personally myself, I've never dry yeah. sniffed in my life. I've never, I've never gone one day and thought, uh, you know, but, but put it this way, um, this is the best way for me to put it, right? Sometimes when I drank, nothing would stop me getting on it. Yeah. I was like, some, a click would go yeah. and I'm like, I'm getting on it. And once I got on it, um, that days were ruined for me yeah. and I was an arsehole and everything like that. So I knew it took me a long, long time to work it out, but I knew there was no way in a million years that I could ask myself, I could ask my drunk self to make a good decision. Yeah, yeah like, no way I could make like, anyone. Yeah, anyone you can't. You can't ask your drunk self. If I'm drinking, everything bad was a good idea. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I knew uh, it took me a long time to work it out. But unfortunately, if I ever wanted to stop using the cocaine, unfortunately, the drink had to go. And um, this yeah. brings us on to uh, the, what we we're talking yeah, about. Sorry, with this. I've right gone off, but yeah, there was just some key points. No, that's points. good. So that's that's a good point. It's yeah. people at the beginning of their journey. Yeah. At the beginning, of, and we're talking about making changes, right? That's it, making changes. Where, where, where yeah, I've yeah. really digressed today. No, but that's all right. But you were talking about uh, for, for you for on your side for someone that that that, that, that was alcohol and drug or alcohol and drug dependent yeah. daily. Yeah. That's that's the, what you had to do to make the changes. That's what I had to do. I had to hand myself over. Yeah. To me, it was it was I'm mm. Catholic, so it went back. I went back to the church where I went to yeah. as a kid, you know, and I just prayed to what I would call Jesus, yeah. like true or false, if he's there or not. But yeah. I literally run out of resources, and you shouldn't use religion, but I was like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done, man. I'm mm. done. Please, yeah, help you me. handed just so you for, know, yeah, just help me. For, yeah, and 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 and. Uh, so that was so that's what I consider not, not drastic, but that, that's quite heavy. Like you're like you're right, you're straight into it. The change. Yeah. On my on my side, on my side, like with the changes, like the, the if you're like if you're not alcohol and drug dependent, and it's just the weekends that you're fucking up and you can't stop doing it. I think the one of the massive changes you got to make first of all is your environment, uh, your yes. people. You can't be around them yeah. people. What the way the way I'd look at it, I'd look at it is all your triggers or everything that you got to look. You yeah. got to see what your triggers are. Look at all your triggers. Your friends are triggers. They could be people, places, days emotions, of the week, days of the yeah, week, emotions, fucking as well. weather, uh, fucking. Yeah, yeah. And you got to look at your triggers. You got to see them as triggers, and when they come up, you've got to evaluate what they are. But first things first make a decision right and if you make a decision that you have got a problem and you want to change it you're going to make that decision then you're going to try and stay sober and you're going to fuck it up yeah and you're going to fuck up trying to stay sober many times until something clicks but what you've got to work on is your mental strength mm. uh what your triggers are um and cut people out of your life man there's absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with cutting people out of your life listen if you've got friends that you only ever drink with okay Look, as, as well as they might be your friends, if you only see these friends in the pub or in the toilet doing a bump, are they really friends? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Do your friends ring you to go to the pub or do you just go to the pub knowing it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? John, what other points? Because I'm well, should we, well, should we go through a couple of uh, call-ins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. This podcast has been wild, but I, but, I hope... Oh, I no, hope we're getting it out. Listen, oh, it's got some great bits. This it, is it's, yeah. You know what? It's just... I, I, I owe my life to Cocaine Anonymous. Cocaine Anonymous. Cocaine mm. Anonymous. But I've got to start giving myself credit yeah. for it. Because I did. I cut everyone out. 
you yeah. know. Uh, and I know this is hard for people in relationship as well. So my partner at the time, she was the one that said, Kirk, you, you're done, man. You've got to be done with it. So when I found CA, she was really happy. But then I was going to three, four meetings a night. And she started getting the ump. A week, sorry. Yeah, a week, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, and then she started getting the ump with me. And I was like, listen, I need to do this. So yeah. if, if if you're a partner that want your... If you're, if you're someone that wants your partner to go to CA... Realise they're just going to have to give a little section of their life for that. At first, yeah, you know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah. it's... it's uh, uh, yeah. Life's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got to commit. You fucking, you've got to commit. You've got to commit, like, at least three, four months of completely changing That's your life. That's it, man. Listen, you, you you commit a fucking lot of time to going to get the fucking gear, where you're going to do it, how much you're going, going to buy, the pub. going to the pub. Do it on sobriety, man. Brassing. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I, no, don't yeah, know. let's not move on from that. <laughs> All right, we got, we got a question from Hayden. All right, lads. Um, loving the work that you guys do. Okay. I'm uh, 146 days. So hey, myself, hey. Um, yeah, watch the podcast re regularly. Um, yeah, just wanted to share my experience, really. Well, a little bit of it, you know, like for the, for those that are struggling out there as well. You know, there's hope, and you know, I'm 146 days in, and my life's completely changed. You know I love mean? that. You know, I wrecked a lot of things in my my. You know my drinking career, and um, but there, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and yeah, just want to maybe understand a little bit more. Like Dan said, that he's um, you know regularly joined the, the the meetings. You know, AA, oh, yeah. AA saved my life. You know, mm -hmm. and um, just want to sort of hear a little bit more about Dan's experience, like as and where, as as and where that 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 sort of develops. But yeah, anyway, keep up the good work, and um, yeah, it's a massive thing that you're doing. You know, and you're touching a lot more people than you might think. Yeah, Hayden, thank you very much. Well done on that sprite, yeah. Dan. I, I, I love that. Listen, uh, I've been doing Zoom meetings as well, and um, I think if the best way for me to describe it, like Kirk said, is if if you look, if you can sit there and not say a thing and just listen, yes. can't you? And um, a beautiful thing about it is people will go, "Oh, I've I've had this this week, or this has been playing on my mind, or I'm going through this, or I feel like this, or this is happening," and you'll sit there and go, "Fucking hell, mate, that's that's that, me. that's me," because it's it's a it's a, it's a disease. Isn't it that, or, or it's a condition or a disease that that people have? And it's is it a disease? Is it? Is it? Is I don't know. John, I don't know. I don't. Can you Google? Is an addiction a disease? I've definitely heard that. Let's see if it's officially. Well, cool you know that. where I've heard it from? Eminem song. Addiction is a disease at the end because he's yeah. Eminem's like twelve years in sobriety now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you see what he wears, his necklace is the uh, CA emblem. Is it? It's really? the triangle in the circle. You got to get three points of it. Yeah, it's called um, it's called a chronic disease apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, listen. So um, talk to me. Talk to the people. Uh, just a normal AA meeting, like yeah. from from getting out your car, please, Dan. Can you sum it up for people? Um, yeah, I'm not really the best person because I've only I've only I've only had a few. But well, that's why you are the best person because these people haven't yeah. had none yet. Yeah. So someone someone will chair the meeting. So they're like, um, "Hi guys, this is my experience with it. This is my journey. That, that that's like the first bit of the meeting. This is this is um, what I've been through." And then they just open up the floor and they mm. say, "Every a, a, you can just take it in turns to talk." Yeah. And you can either say about your journey or anything and people talk about maybe their week or da da da, da or whatever and that, that's all I've experienced so far and yeah. I, I've, I get a wonderful feeling of well listen it builds in me man this the reason I think going regularly is good because you get to vent to strangers which yeah. become your friends right saying like oh, someone cut me up today like honestly that might sound like a small thing but if you didn't vent that that day it niggles. then the next day yeah 
something else is going to also and then at the end of the week you've got yeah. fucking all this frustration but, al but also a massive thing for me and i just i can't I, i'm not going to say who it is because they're well known in the in the public but you but i want to say thank you to that person because my ego wouldn't let me go because mm. i thought it was like another level of addiction like to, well, go, to, a, to it, go to a meeting i was like oh actually no I, I'm, I'm not that bad i'm yet. not that much yeah. of, it's a weird the addictions are weird i'm not you that know bad. what i've been in meetings and there's a midwife there was a scaffolder there was a, a a broker. Yeah, yeah. There ain't no the only mm. there was every person was different, but the one thing we had in common was drugs was making our life unmanageable. And uh, yeah, we're never too big. The ego, you got to have pride in yourself. Yeah, but the ego has to go. But you know? but yeah, and uh, I love that. That's so true. And and another another big thing for it is is that. Um, I feel like uh, my mind plays tricks on me. So for instance, I'll be like. Hmm. Maybe everyone's right. Maybe I wasn't really actually that bad. And yeah, maybe you know this is getting a bit boring. Or hmm, maybe I'm making a big deal out of this. Da, da, da. Mm. And then when you sit and you hear someone go, "Oh, do you know what? I was seven years in, and I thought maybe I'm at the stage where I can have a couple of drinks yeah. within within yeah. A, within a, within two weeks." And they describe the the a horrible, mm. sordid, crazy shit that they've done. And you sit there and go, yeah, "Actually, that would be me." Yeah, it makes you that. think. I'm cool. Listen, you never. It's never. You. You never. It's never. You're never at fault to admit you got a problem, mm. big or small. Doesn't matter. John. John. Dennis. All right, we got another message. Well, a message from. You take this one first. From Michael. <laughs> Hi there, my name is Michael. Um, so basically, got a question for you about addiction. I'm currently in and out of. Been in and out of um, active addiction since I was a teenager. I believe it gets progressively worse. Do you believe that it gets progressively worse? And how did it get progressively worse for you? Um, for me, it started with just having a joint in the park with my pals to selling cocaine, doing pills, then the heroin. So that's my view, but yeah, let me know what you think, and if you do read it. Michael, how are you doing? Thanks for the message, man. Um, mate, listen, of course it is. A anything gets progressively worse, either it be food or not you know we start to do drugs for a reason at first you know just to heighten that experience of that night so we're gonna go out and have a laugh and we'll, we'll do drugs and it will heighten that laugh for that night but then after a while we start getting more emotions and it, it starts to heighten our bad emotions as well as our good emotions so as well as you're gonna have some big highs the more you do then your body starts to get a little bit immune to it so then you have to start doing more so then your fucking highs are bigger which means your lows are going to be bigger. And then rather than doing a ticket on a night, then next week it's two, then three. Then it's we're going to do it in the week. And then then it becomes an isolated thing you're doing on your day. It is one of the biggest, it, it just snowballs. That is what, because as you're doing drugs on a regular basis, you are creating carnage in your life and everyone's around your life. And that snowball is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And you can't face that snowball because you're so fucking at your nut, right? You can't, oh, I can't go, I can't go attack all the problems I've done. Oh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do, do more drugs now just so I can fuck that off. Listen, that snowball is getting bigger and bigger and bigger until you realize mm. that this is going to get worse and worse and worse. Mm. You're going to park them brakes up. You're going to admit to yourself that I can't mm. stop this on my own. I need to seek help. You're going to mm. Google CA where to find. You're going to go to your next meeting. The minute you listen to this, you're going to go to a meeting that evening or the next morning. Your life will be saved the minute you admit that you are powerless and give your life to whoever's in that meeting and say, fucking help me. 
But yeah, man, it's saying that just gets big on Michael. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, you're speaking from the heart, man. And and again, this is why I love this because we the, the two different completely sides of the table here, two different opinions on each thing. For me, I think the reason why it can get worse and worse is when, when I went back to drinking and getting on the sesh. I knew my fucking days were numbered. Mm. So I was yeah. like, I'm getting as much in as I can. That's it. And I fucking, I was like, like my stag, I was like, I, I went I went on my stag thinking, you know, I've got a fucking, uh, kind of knowing I've got a problem. I've got a problem here. Once I start this, yeah. uh, how am I going to stop it? You know, and the days after my stag, I was like, mm, should I drink, shouldn't I drink today? And because I was yeah. so fucked. And, da, 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 and then I was like, well, do you know what? I've got a feeling the missus is going to fucking call me out on this again. And da, 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 so I'm just going to get as much of this in me That's as it. I can. What, remember what we said last week? That could be too much. Game over. Yeah. That last session you thought, let's get one in before I go sober. That could be the last one, brother. You might not wake up that night. John? All right, we've probably got time for one more message. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. This has been crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a good one. Okay, this is from Adam. Yo. Hi, it's uh, Adam here. Um, I started listening to the podcast um, just before Christmas, and that's when Master Brighter Day was, um, about the 5th of December. I'm currently at day 216. Well done, you warrior. Wow. Mentally, I feel great, and physically... I'm probably in the best shape of my life. Good on you, boy. Um, my plan was just to do 12 months, which will lead me to Christmas this year. I'm currently in Africa for the next six months with the army. So that's helping uh, being away from like alcohol and bars and nightclubs and all the stuff back in the UK. I just wanted to say thanks for doing the podcast. It's really helped uh, me on my journey. And yeah, cheers, guys. Appreciate it. Well done, man. Adam, thank you very much. Thank, well, thank you for your service as well, man. Yeah. What was that geezer saying on social media the other day? Oh, you men talking about your depression couldn't get you in the army. Look at this man. Yeah. Adam, serving for the country. Well done, mate. Thank yeah. you very much for your service. Yeah. And he's admitting that he's had problems. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It happens to everyone. A, a respect for a man yeah. like yeah. that to admit. And yeah. fuck me. It's good sobriety days, man. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, I don't know what to say to you, mate, apart from well done and thank you. John, have we got time for one more? Can you give us one more? But uh, just just to you, man, yeah, sure. to, to all the, to any, because um, I know there's a lot of servicemen out there that listen and, um, um, yeah, man, like, uh, thank you and, and, um, and, yeah, keep spreading our message. Share it with your boys. Yeah, because, listen, we think we're going through trouble. But them they're going through trouble and, and not even, they're not even home to be able to sort it out at the yeah, moment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, you know, that's, Love and it. they're women, the servicemen and women are smashing it. Yeah. All right, we've got one more from Sam. Uh, this is about the fucking fifth voice note I've tried to send in. So I don't really know what I want to say, but I know I wanted to send a voice note in mainly to say uh, both of you are giving unreal advice. Um, wow. I've been sober now for nine months. Well done, mate. Um, and I've never really listened to any sort of sobriety podcast or anything like that. And I've never really thought as to why I really gave up the drink I know I didn't really enjoy it anymore. That's, that was mainly the reason why I did it. Um, and I found myself drinking by myself and whatnot in, in, you know, during the week and that, and I knew that weren't right. So I think that's why I quit. But, the, you know, listening to what you boys are saying and your experiences, it, it makes it so relatable to things I didn't even realise were relatable to me, if that mm. makes sense. In, in, you know, with, with giving up the drinking and whatnot. Um, Kirk especially mate fucking hell 
That's why the message drops off. Oh, just yeah. when it was coming in the car. Yeah, I know. That's where it cuts off. He um, I think he's going to say there was someone in the Elvis machine. <laughs> it um, was me. Now, listen, it, he sounds like a nice guy. That's probably going to be a nice message. Thank you very much, mate. Um, yeah, listen, some people don't feel that they have a problem. They just think, you know what? I'm just going to give this drink up for a bit. Then they realise they had a problem once they give it up because they're like... That was hard to give up as well. Yeah, and they're realising like, oh my God, my life's amazing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But you know what? Thank you for the love, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for the love. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying life at the moment and that's because I'm starting to do the simple things. I'm waking up for in the morning. I'm having a coffee. I'm going for a walk. Mm. I'm, I'm not getting... I'm not letting... Just, you know... The minute I've got, lucky enough, I've got Dan now. When something bothers me, I might tell Dan and vice versa. And it is yeah. really good to find that one person. Yeah. And it, you know, someone who's been through the similar journey, because, you know, you can tell yeah. someone something that hasn't gone through your experience and they'll just be like, oh, okay. Yeah. But when someone, you just know they know. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. find someone. Thanks, man. You know man. what I mean? Yeah. I've, I've got a lot of love for, for Dan, John, the Minister Sobriety, and life in general at the moment. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's great. You've got a purpose again, like That's a, it. a good purpose again. That's though. it, man. Yeah. I was quite, before this podcast, I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Mm. But yeah, I've got a job once a week now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just ain't getting paid for it. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, listen, I was, I was prepared to fucking jack all this in, man, like last week and, and jack everything in. So uh, that, uh, that, that last voice note especially, but the voice notes, and uh, you, you, you saved me this week, uh, Kirk, mate. Right. So thank you so much, thank man. You. But um, I just need to say one thing, though. So yeah. we went and played golf. Right, and Dan, Kirk shit. Dan was having such a bad day and still smashed me all over that call. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he was having a bad day. No, I, I, could won't, tell. I won't. I won't be. You had some good shots, mate. You you just fucking, you need to calm your shit down. <laughs> he, miss, he misses a shot and then his fucking golf club goes flying. <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, um, it's yeah. people like this man, why I am this man. Oh, thank you, man. Oh, I love that. And I'm fully motivated now to carry on. And, and uh, for anyone out there that's giving me shit, uh, I know it comes from a place of pain on your side, so I need to work on um, receiving it better. <laughs> if you heard the conversations me and Kirk have about the hate <laughs> we get, they're not as nice as no, this. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> but um, but but uh, look, so I argued with a lot of people last week online. I'm not doing it no more. But to everyone that I argued with uh, last week, um, I'm sorry if I was rude or if I was snapping back and stuff like that. I was just having a really bad week, and um, I'm going to try and sort of. Uh, you know, see that see that it all comes from a place on pain on your behalf, and I ain't going nowhere. I'm sticking with this. Me and Kirk are sticking with the podcast. I can. I just. I just had a little bit of a bitch week, and You're I got beat. To. Yeah, and I got beaten up at boxing. I got my head kicked in a couple of times at yeah, boxing. You come back no good. Yeah, mate, you got a shot straight in the solar pex. You yeah. only had a little breather. You got straight back up. Yeah, yeah I would have shit myself at the same time as <laughs> yeah, that. Oh my god, it was horrible. <laughs> so it was an all round bad week. John, anything you want to finish on, my dear lover? Uh, I think. I think that's it. Great episode. Some. Absolute roller coaster uh, moments. Yeah, yeah, good shit. And yeah, like, you know, if everyone's giving you shit, just fuck them. There's like, it's like 99.9% immensely positive. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, life's too short to focus on the uh, yeah. other you know people's nonsense. So, what are you doing? I want to. What are you doing? I just want to finish. So, at the end of every CA, we do a serenity prayer. Oh, go on then. Okay. And no, 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 look, it helps me out, okay? Um, it helps. I know a lot of people that have got this. Listen. Take God as you understand it. So it doesn't have to be the word God, okay? Yeah. It could be anything. A parent has passed away, a nana, granddad, anything. But um, yeah, this, this we all say this at the end of CA, you know what I mean? And mm. I don't know if they do it at AA, do they? The Serenity, uh, the Serenity yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's, 
God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Listen, you can wow. say that to yourself. You can even, you know what I mean? Just little things like this has helped me out. And I don't know if there's anyone up there, but something helped me. Mm. Saying down here couldn't help me before for seven years of my life. I was causing havoc. Yeah. I give saying up there and I've got a life back. So don't knock it till you try it. Yep. Wow. All right. Emotional roller coaster. And if you can turn Kirk's story into an animation, then please get, get hit us up because that's some great content. And um, mm -hmm. leave us some comments. Uh, and listen, me and Kirk are doing live shows. The link is in the bio. The link is down there. If you want to come and see us live, then please uh, get your tickets now. It helps fund the podcast. Um, and yeah, I don't know what else to say apart from sharing is caring. Let us know if you're coming on the journey with us. Leave voice notes on the Menace to Sobriety Instagram. You voice know the Instagram if you want us to read it out John thank you very much pleasure and Kirk fucking loads of wisdom as per usual I love you brother thank you very much thank you that was Menace to Sobriety see you soon Hello! We are going to take the Menace to Sobriety to the live stage and we need a live studio audience to interact with us, to come along, listen, laugh and learn everything about sobriety, mental health, well-being and just come along for a night out with like-minded people. We are going to be going live on the 30th of August, 27th of September, 25th of October and the 29th of November. That's one a month. Get your tickets now. Come down, meet the team and have some fun. Menace to Sobriety live, coming soon. Oh, yes. And don't forget, if you want to come and see me live and meet me, I'm going on tour. The Daniel O'Reilly Out of Character Full UK Tour kicks off in January 2024 and tickets are on sale right now. I'm going to try and get out and meet as many of you as possible. And of course, I'm going to be bringing the laughs all over the UK. There's 23 dates right now and I'm adding more all the time. Hit the link in the bio and get your tickets now and come have some fun. If you're going through a tough time at the moment, please don't suffer in silence. Feel free to pick up the phone and contact any of these helplines. I personally, myself, at one of my darkest points, contacted the Samaritans and it completely changed my outlook and got me out of a really deep, dark place. A problem shared really is a problem halved. So if you don't feel confident talking to those around you, check out any of these organizations and give them a call. This is my Facebook group. Just simply search on Facebook, Men and Their Emotions. It's for men only, uh, but once you're in there, you can talk anonymously about your problems and help others and just feel a little bit of community. So come join the conversation, Men and Their Emotions, on Facebook. Thanks for watching. Menace of sobriety. Just a menace. Just, just a menace. Just a menace. Menace of sobriety. Just a menace. Just, just a menace.